There it is. There's the like trees walking theme song. And you know what that means, Dave Berge? We've established that in our circumstances, it means that there is a podcast that's going to take place. <laughs> that we are going. I thought maybe I recording. could trick you this time, but nope, you were right on that. We searched the house. We did not find Daniel Hupp. But you know what you neglected to do? Else. Did you notice my social cue? I said, isn't that right, Dave Berge? Oh, I'm Dave Berge. And then you're supposed to, in response, say, that's right, Mike, Mike Nelson. Nelson. That's a social, you know, when you come up and you shake hands with oh, someone. Oh, yes. Do you hate that? When you say, oh. Mike Nelson, and they go, yeah, I know you. It's like, oh, that's you such a, you, I, and I do, I am, I actually do this. I, I'm good at, I, I do it especially with when I'm going somewhere with my wife and we'll, you know, run into a couple and maybe we've already met them or know them, but I can't remember their names. I'll go, oh yeah. And Amy was saying, like Amy was saying, and Amy and I, and you know, cause I'm trying to like, yeah, you're doing the, I'm doing yeah, the like, yeah. you guys got to reciprocate please, yes. because I, th- <laughs> throw yeah. me some, throw yeah. me some names, you know? Yeah. That God, is the, when, the when people don't do that. I have a friend who said that he once actually uh, upbraided a guy right there for not doing it. He's like, come on, you knew I didn't know your name. And because he knew him sort of well enough, but didn't know his name. And it didn't like the I'm I'm Mike Nelson. The guy goes, Yeah, I know you. And he goes, Come on, man, you're supposed to Yeah, you said He said it was name. it was sort of risky to do it, but the guy went, Oh, you're right. I it's like, look, I just I I see a bunch of people. Anyway. <laughs> that's not church. what the show is about. All the time, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Oh, does it? Well, I'm actually You know who good. I am, right? I checked the directory. The directory. The directory. No, but people at church, like I think that people at church, like they feel bad because they should know. I know everyone because I'm the pastor. That's my job. And yeah, I'm good at remembering people, and that, that's 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 my job to know who people are. But other people, it's like I've, seen, I've, you know, they're always like, "Who is that?" Yeah, and it's like that's why the directory is so important. So anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, one more to add to this, and yes. then we'll get to the meat Ooh. of like trees walking. <laughs> the bush meat uh, is the that point at which you've met someone enough times but it's one of those like maybe they're a, a clerk at a store or something and they're friendly and then the it starts to grow where then they get a little more friendly but you never knew their name but they know you because they met you the you know that's their job yeah there was a guy that it was seriously um it was maybe a year where i just didn't know his name and it was always like hey there he is how's it going <laughs> hey big shooter and all of that stuff <laughs> <laughs> I, I finally exhausted it, and I saw him in in a different context. And I started. Oh, I had so I had my wife go in and do reconnaissance at this store that he worked at, and just said, "Just ask him." Is like, "Go, oh, I've forgotten your name. What is it?" So she came back and boldly proclaimed that his name was Mike. You know, so I'm like, "Great, oh, okay, easy. Mike, 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 boom." Yeah. So then I meet him months later in the context of introducing him to a bunch of other people, and he's introducing me to people, and I'm just going. You know, Mike, blah, 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 Mike, Mike. And, and half an hour into it, he says, uh, he introduces himself to my friend and says, my name is Dan, by the no! way. <laughs> yes. No! Total failure. No, no. Total failure. That's the worst. That's, <laughs> that's the absolute worst. <laughs> so Bridget's reconnaissance was, a, was an utter disaster. She, I don't know why she thought that was his name, but... So anyway, if he's out there, I, I apologized. And it's just so bad when he's like, he doesn't want to correct you. He's not correcting you. me. Oh. He, yeah. So it was. Oh, that's. Anyway, bad. that's not what the show is about. Although we do take those diversions. This oh. is the show where we talk about the important things of life. 
Uh, <laughs> you're still names. you're still crushed by that. That's a good. That's that just, just happened story. actually uh, two weeks ago. So I'm oh, still I my that, cheeks are still smarting oh, from that one. Yeah, I thought is, this was like in days of yore, like no, your, your this California. Is, this is fresh. This is fresh. On wow. My <laughs> so anyway, we talk about the big issues of life. We do it from a Christian perspective, but we welcome all to listen, and uh, hopefully, this will sharpen your thinking about mm-hmm. uh, who we are where we're going, why we are here, etc. We want you to think about this like, hey, you're you're getting together with, you know, two your two smart Christian buddies. You're grabbing a beer, pouring a tea or a coffee, turning a chair around backwards, you know, flipping. <laughs> and then your buddies don't remember your name. That's what we're... <laughs> we the don't experience. know or remember your name, but we're we keep talking for... anyways. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we have a big topic, uh, which I'll get to in a moment, but then uh, the exciting conclusion of a trilogy that we started recently. I I would call it a trilogy. I didn't even think of that. That's excellent. A trilogy of terror. Uh, It's uh, Mike Nelson's Tales of Terror. I have one more. And the last one off. These are true tales of terror. Yeah. These are not like... Last one was spooky. That was extremely creepy. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, this one. I won't say whether this one rises oh, to the level. I think ooh. it. Uh, I think it kind of does. Ooh. I but, don't. And folks, I don't know what it is. No, and and this is another one that uh, you'll just have to, I guess, take my word again. I could track down the participants uh, involved and and get corroboration, but uh, I guess you'll just have to. So you're unlike yeah. Lavar Burton on. Um, Reading Rainbow, where he's like, you don't have to take my word for it, because he's like, go read the book yourself. <laughs> was that his catchphrase? I never saw that show. Yeah, that was like, they. I think it was the kid would say it like, they'd give you their little book report or book review, and they'd be like, but you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to have to take my word for okay. it. Um, I have a theme song for my uh, topic that I'm going to, because uh, yeah, I, like I said in the last episode, we've been lacking on theme songs. And no one ever said we couldn't have one for the topic, right? No, n- no one. So let's uh, let's fire that up now, and then we'll uh, get into my discussion because I think it'll be great TV show, by the way. It was a great TV show. And the movie Head. Did you ever see that? Never saw. That was their psychedelic, uh, you know, sort of response to the. Uh, to the Beatles movies. It's so funny because they were like so lame, you know, like they were the lamest band <laughs> and then they started doing drugs. The lamest? How dare you? I mean, I loved, I watched a show on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. I had that Peter. Was he the one with the stocking cap? I believe so, yeah. It wasn't Mike Neely, was it? Oh, wait. Mike? I get them all mixed up. Mike Nesmith. <laughs> Mike he's Nesmith. the one who's... The hat. He's the one whose mom invented liquid paper. So he, got, yeah, he I mean, didn't, Mike Nesmith He didn't need the, the money, right? That's the big... <laughs> That's the uh, bit of trivia that everyone knows. So at that point, is it really trivia anymore? But anyway, here's my big topic, and I hope you will aid me in this, Pastor Dave. Is I had questions coming up about uh, uh, every now and then. I've I've thought about the issue of the animal rights movement because this has been uh, coming up a lot. Uh, I don't want to say lately; it's been coming up for years and years. Oh yeah, this is a a modern phenomenon. You will uh, often run into, uh, I would say, ethical vegetarians, those who think that it is wrong. The meat is murder crowd, the sort of the PETA people. Is that Morrissey? Is he meat is murder? Is that the Smith? No, the Smiths saying The that. Smiths. Uh, but I feel like Morrissey is a vegetarian, too. I believe that is true, yes. Yeah. I don't... I don't I... 
but on ethical grounds <laughs> that you shouldn't be we shouldn't be taking animals, killing them and eating their flesh. This is immoral. This is a no-no. It's right? mor- yeah, um, yeah, this is this is horrific. I, one of I know someone uh, used to be, uh, one of my former students in in youth ministry there for a while she was always posting about like you're killing you're horrible stop killing the animals i worked with a person for a short time who would put the the posters up from PETA on the the common wall in in a work area that's like that's a <laughs> bold choice animal slaughter that's a so bold it was, choice it wasn't the lunchroom but it was in a common area it was very uh it was not a good choice it did not dispose me towards her point of view either but that's neither here nor there. Here's what I want to do is I want you to go into that kind of thinking because you you are a student of philosophy. Of course. So I am a mere dilettante, uh, probably less than it. I don't even rise to the level wow. of dilettante. Wow. But you are a, a, literally a student, probably even a teacher of philosophy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's, we're really stretching things right now. <laughs> but the point being, these are just these are sincere questions. They may not sound... Sometimes I phrase them in a slightly humorous manner to be provocative. But uh, these are questions that have just come up to me over the years, and I've never had the chance to engage in sort of a, uh, a good and healthy uh, conversation. This is not a debate. I'm not trying to prove anything yeah. here. I'm trying to get to the root of the thinking of these people, these people who take it seriously that they will not participate in the death of an animal through either meat, leather, etc., right? I think we all know the the point of view I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yeah, know like a like, like a like a like a radical vegan or radical vegetarian. But I don't even think I think radical now might be too. I think there it's it's becoming more mainstream. You think it's mainstream? I think there's plenty of vegetarians who the the ethical concern is more over the food supply itself, which is a different. You know what I'm talking right, about? Right, like like saying basically our resources, yeah, the, scarce yeah. resources, and meat uses up too many of our resources. Therefore, it is unethical to eat meat. That's or, not what I'm talking about. Or people who are like the food industry, you know, the way they like, you know, the way it works, the yeah, factory another, farms, yes. like, like this is a different version than that, what you're talking about. Yes. It's Although often that. they sort of that Venn diagram, they kind of overlap. I think people don't really, I think there's a lot of reasons thrown out for. Like Mark Zuckerberg, he'll eat animals, but only ones that he has slaughtered himself. Oh, really? Yeah. I once heard a, a comical take on this. It might have been the I, I, I'm going to say it's maybe Martin Mull that he made a claim that he only drinks cruelty-free wine. That is the wine that only comes from the grapes that have been crushed by the other grapes sitting on top of them, which I thought was <laughs> mildly clever. Um, all right, so these are my questions for you. So just put yourself in the mind of, or, or just talk through them. Do, you know, do your best to, to handle these questions for me, okay? So I'm responding to them as me or as someone else? Uh, why don't you respond to them as your name is, um, I don't, you want to take a character name? Why don't you grab something out of that hat box there and put on a mustache and, oh, you already have a mustache. That was well done. What, what are you looking at a looking box for a of name. chiclets? I'll be <laughs> MC Sugarfree. Okay. <laughs> is that your stage name or yeah, that's, that's your given <laughs> Christian name? All right, well, MC Sugarfree, I understand that you are an ethical vegan. You will not eat meat um, uh, because uh, this, the slaughter of animals and the eating of their flesh is immoral. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, just like you don't eat uh, babies, uh, I don't eat animals. <laughs> that is true. Okay, I, we're on solid ground there. 
So uh, if you are, or a friend of yours or anyone who, who shares your belief is a pet owner, do you or shouldn't you physically prevent your cat, dog, snake, bird from eating animals? And if not, why not? In other words, you have to stop them if you, you can't let your cat out to eat a bird. Do you know that cats like destroy the songbird population? They're killers, in, in right? America? I, yeah. I, I, it I am, is just I, for fun. They kill. <laughs> yeah, because they're being fed yeah. at home. Well, and, and so I know a lot of people like you, MC. May I call you M? Yes. <laughs> who, who also own pets. And pets, they at some point, whether you feed them corn or, or not, are, are killing animals. And there's the issue of uh, animals are always killed in the making of corn. They're just not the animals that you favor. There's many, many bugs and rodents, and uh, many animals are killed in the making of corn. Whoa. So Not, eth- uh, not ethical corn. <laughs> no, there's not. It can't be grown there's in not. a non-animal environment. Uh, but that's not the question. The question I... is, don't you, don't you have a responsibility to stop your pet from eating other animals? Okay. If it is immoral. Now, first of all, I don't own pets. All right? They are... Ref- they're <laughs> refugees living with me. I they, sure. I have rescued them from other abusive humans, and so they need a safe place. They can't fend for themselves uh, because they have been domesticated, and it would be cruel to turn them loose and turn them feral. So, uh, well, I, did they consent to live with you? Um, they do you have the express? The written door consent? is <laughs> implied verbal. Um, okay. The door the door is always open, but the uh, animal, you know, um, I. I, I Leave it. It's their own choice. It's not my job to impose my values upon them. Um, and since I, you know, they're uh, the animals, though they have rights, they're not, of course, um, you know, ethical actors in the same way that you or I am. That's one of the things that uh, that's one of the burdens that we have to bear in our species is our large brains with their conscience. So why is it? But it's right for them, but it's not right for yeah, me. They, like you would prefer that I not eat animals. Yeah, because course. you should know you're a you're a you're a human being. You're a moral agent. But I'm evolved. I've evolved to the uh, better. I'm better than. You're a materialist, right? I assume. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sorry to insult you. Like that. <laughs> uh, well, then well, I'm I'm a, I'm more evolved than them or you. So what do you mean why. you're more evolved than me? Yeah, you don't know it yet, but I'm just a little <laughs> farther along on the scale. You'll get there. I mean, you and your kind will get there. But the, so that's what I. But isn't it good that I'm at the top of the food chain? So I'm eating the things that are lesser than me, and I'm therefore I'm speeding up that evolution, getting rid of the inferior products. I'm cleaning up the junk. I'm doing. I'm. I'm, I'm the junk man. I'm getting rid of those delicious cows. They're not going to last. Look at those nah. slow idiots. <laughs> that's not how this works. All right. Look, but so you don't have. You don't. So your pets. You don't stop them from eating no, other animals. No. So that's no, okay. No. Okay. Well, then I'm lesser than you. Then I'm actually more like a pet. So that's why I eat them. I don't have the kind of brain that. <laughs> so that's we're good then. We're but cool. You, you, my pets can't help being a pet. You can. You can rise above. How do you know? You don't know me. You can how achieve- dare you judge me? <laughs> you don't know how bad I am. You can achieve enlightenment. You can achieve higher consciousness. You have capable. I believe in you. I can Mike. if you if I can if you're holding, man. If you know what I'm saying. If you got any of them sweet drugs that you use. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm making assumptions about you, M. <laughs> so many assumptions. I shouldn't have done that. Oh gosh. Uh, all right, so you don't think then, I was going to say, if your animal, if you don't stop it from doing that and it's acting immorally, 
then you're culpable. And also because the animals are being, dying and being well, eaten yeah. in your name. I will not let my, you know, cats or dog I, like I won't let them bite someone or a kid What if or they st- don't stop? I think death penalty for That's, your dog or cat. N- no. Why? No. <laughs> they will not stop their unethical behavior. No. Of Mike, eating other animals. It's Mike. Come on, you are holding pot right now. Aren't you? <laughs> Mike. No, they can they can learn. It's not our fault that we have created the circumstances, the context in which they act in this way. Who's we? The Again, you humanity, can, how dare you judge me? Humanity, Mike. Modern keep your laws techno- off my... Love your animals. Off my keep your animal. laws off my paws. My thoughts about animals. All right, well, let's move on. Look, we bogged down on this. Um, and we talked about this, sorry. My other question is, should you even have a pet? You're, what's, you know... Is it ethical to kidnap no, an animal and you, make it no, live by your values? No, no, it is not ethical to do that. Right? Okay. That is kidnapping. <laughs> right. The and animals only have... need one right. Mike, people talk about animal rights. Yeah. There's one right that you have to have for an animal, yes. and then everything else falls. Yes. That animals are not property. They have the right to not be considered as property. You cannot own an animal. Mike, can you own another person? Uh, can I own another? Unfortunately, no, I can't. Have you read the uh, Constitution, the little something called the 16th Amendment, right? Uh, It's one of them. Remind me. The Abe Lincoln, right? Uh, Who's who's that again? There's no slaves. I'm trying to make the case that I'm not very bright. There's no slaves in this country, and so, uh, you know, we apply, it took far too many centuries for us to apply that to all of our fellow human beings, all members of the, the species Homo sapiens, and so we just need to extend that thinking that we cannot own and enslave two other okay. species. And you two don't, other species. You don't do that. No, 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 no. They're MC. they're free to come and go. Mr. Sugar Free, please. <laughs> they're free to come and go as they please. But uh, you know, as uh, as I voluntarily take care of them. What and, do you feed, feed them? them. Um, I feed them uh, <laughs> corn-based products. Uh, murder. <laughs> murder. Insects, Corn is murder. Insects don't have the same. Oh, ethical, we'll get to that. We'll get to standing. that. We'll get to that in this next question. Uh, so, uh, throughout the ages, lots of people have advocated for animals such as harp seals, cows, of course, chickens. There's a famous uh, where the PETA organization compared uh, Colonel Sanders to um, the instigator of the Holocaust. <laughs> Hitler or like some other... Well, it's it was called The German. Holocaust on Your Plate, it was called. And it was pictures of uh, gassed human beings well, in the... This No, this is quite true. This ran for years. This is years. in the, About five, six years ago. This uh, so, uh, so it's always been like chickens. Now there's a fish. Like you can't fish because they feel pain and all of that. Fair enough. Why is it never uh, Demodex, the eyebrow mites that burrow into the follicles on our eyes? Those are animals. Are they not deserving of the same rights that you and I do? And do you scratch your eyebrows because that kills them? You know, there was, Mike, uh, ancient religious sects known as the Jains. I do. And they were, would walk around sweeping the ground in front of them, right? Yes. So it's not inadvertently step on a bug. So much like the ancient Jains, I admire their commitment to the ethical treatment of all creatures. However, uh, Mike, when I talk about extending rights to animals um, and, and our ethical responsibility to them, I draw the line at sentience. How do you know that a demodex is not sentient? Have um, you investigated every demodex in your eye, sir? Mr. Sugar Free, please answer the we, question. 
we have a basic understanding of who's we um, <laughs> the scientific community, including oh. Bill Nye. Are you Bill Nye? <laughs> <laughs> this lab he's, he's the only scientist I know or listen to or trust. Uh, uh, so that you, you know, we we have a basic understanding that using that when a uh, brain reaches a certain size, uh, it has the capability of sentience. I'd say that's arbitrary, though. It is a living being, and for you to decide on your own, along with your scientific community, I put scare quotes around. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Scientific community. Uh, I just think it's arbitrary. What about uh, Kandiru fish, the fish that live in the Amazon and swim up male urethras and embed their gills? Mike, that's a myth. (laughs) It is quite true, my friend. Well, quite true. Get out of the river, or you know, wear tight swim trunks. Wait, that's your answer to. But we shouldn't kill them. We should let them stay in our urethra, right? Remove. No, removing them kills them. That's what I'm saying. Why can't you just pull it out? (laughs) <laughs> with the tweezers. Oh. <laughs> you, oh, you know so little of the Kandiru fish. No, any any attempt to remove it actually will, will kill the creature. Are there any long-term consequences to just leaving it there? Uh, yes, quite a few. <laughs> they are, all of them are bad. The, the option of taking it out is almost as bad, but there really is no option there. Well, Mike, I guess I'd be okay, you know, if it's not, if it's an unintended, unintended consequence. You know, the... You're a Christian, so, you know, the Catholic Church talks about the, you know, doctrine of double effect. So um, as long as it's not your intention to kill it, you're just removing it. If it dies, that's an unfortunate tragedy. So you're good with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. How come you won't extend that to the cows that I eat, which I have to live on? I have an (laughs) allergy to all vegetables. And so it is, I have to, otherwise I wouldn't live. Mike, you're lying. It's to save the life of the Mike. We have to, uh, all right. Look, let's leave that aside for now. Um, do you know these groups that uh, they advocate for human rights for primates? This is a, a widespread movement. Yes, yes, some of our brightest minds. Dr. Jane Goodall. Peter Singer. Great Peter Singer. Great Peter Singer, who advocates for infanticide. He argues for um, human rights to primates. So my question to you and to those people, assuming you agree at least in part with these people. I'm open. All right. If they are granted that, will you be comfortable doing jury duty with a silverback gorilla? Mike, you are just... <laughs> I mean, come on. Look. No one says you have a human... When we with enu- these rights come responsibilities. But when we enumerate human rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, right? Those are the most basic human yes. rights. They, that Nowhere in there does it say that there's a right to serve on a... Uh, no one has the right, the human no, right. they have a responsibility just, to. If you're going to be granted about... rights within our system, then you have a responsibility no, to do your part. No, rights don't come with responsibilities. <laughs> don't they now? No, they don't. They're just rights. You, just, you have a right. Oh, okay. You know, rights. And you know rights... Where do rights come from? Well, they're... they're, they're you mentioned they the Constitution. Come. They, just, they come from the Constitution, yeah. Well, I didn't... They come from the Constitution. Human beings um, figure them out, and then we apply them to um, groups. And so they can then be taken away. No, they're human rights. They are, <laughs> we give them. We've, we found them. And then we, we found them, and then we give them. Oh, I see. So they just... We kind of found them and made them up, and then we give them. Oh, I see. Okay. But they're both is true. It's making, it's making a lot of sense. Thank you, Mr. Sugar Free. 
What about uh, driver's licenses? Will you be comfortable sharing the road with a silverback gorilla? Again, like, assuming they they can they have a lot of dexterity. Assuming they can pass the test, anything less than full rights to me is an insult. Like that's not a human right, though. You have no human right to drive a it's car. It's part of the responsibility of being a human. Again, you are you. I didn't say it was a human right, but it leads to if you have human rights are granted to you, then all the other rights and responsibilities that come with it aren't those assumed? My grandma... Are there humans who my, you say my shouldn't have to serve on jury grand, duties? Well, yeah, there's humans who shouldn't... Uh, well, uh, then uh, he should go through the proper <laughs> exemptive channels. He should have to file that paper and say, I can't make it because I'm a silverback gorilla. Like, but full, you can't just assume that he shouldn't serve on a jury. Four-year-old four humans are exempted from serving on a jury. And my grandma, she can't see. Bless her soul, she doesn't have a right to drive a car. Same with the silverback gorilla. But, but they see. both still have rights. But it can see. But it can't operate a car safely. How do you know that? Well, I mean, come on. Like, have you ever seen a silverback gorilla drive a car? No. Have you ever seen um, my cousin Dan drive a car? Mike. His name is Mike. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> uh, no, I've... Oh, I'm, so many years. I have, never, I have never seen... I have never okay. seen Dan All right, drive well, there a you car. Go. So I need... Until you have empirical evidence that they aren't allowed to, then I need to know why they aren't fully embraced as members of the human community. Well, it's not... It's Mike, you need... That's so you say four-year-old no. or a blind. Okay. We're exempting blind or four-year-old silverback gorillas. There you go. But Mike, done it's and not, done. Are you still comfortable sharing the your road with problem, the ones? Your problem is you're thinking of human rights as a category that we apply to animals. I'm saying that there's life rights that every living sentient creature has that apply to all of us mm, and not according to great ape personhood is the name of the animal rights group so unless i'm getting that wrong personhood so the most actually the ape personhood is more basic than the human personhood. oh so there is a degree of rights there is a scale of responsibilities mike it's a degree of responsibilities actually but but there are more. There are people who are more persons than other persons. No, they're just more responsible persons. Yeah, but why aren't, why don't the apes get the this full person? Well, they do have more responsibility than than a, than. No, a, but why don't they bug. get the full personhood? Well, uh, they can't. They do. But they it do. Just, okay. It just doesn't mean they can drive or serve on juries. <laughs> well, that is completely again. You're being arbitrary and capricious about your rights. You're happy to give rights. But if they learn, if they could learn to drive, I would be happy actually. If they could pass the driver's test, I would be happy to let them. Okay. Well, one of them, Coco, right, is just talking up a storm. Uh, and ain't, So ain't, should be able to serve on a jury. Have you seen Congo? No, no I haven't. Amy, not. want green drops from the gorilla <laughs> signs, and the gorilla it has a trend sign. I've seen Day of the Dolphin, though. Fa, love, pa. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they can speak, and they See? have them fully emotional. And, <laughs> See? So, yeah, driving. See? And, uh, and jury duty. Dolphins, Think about it. Uh, make me cry. Uh, here's a question for you. In 2011, a photographer in Indonesia took a selfie that became something of a sensation and could have made the photographer, whose name was Naruto, a ton of money. However, however, copyright for the photo was never granted to Naruto, even after a series of lawsuits. You must be outraged by this. Because this was, of course, the macaque who took a selfie of himself with somebody else's camera. And uh, PETA sued on behalf of the monkey. And, uh, but they did not grant him copyright 
Are you for or against this? What is your stance on this? Well, this is a, this is where it's a more complicated ethical issue because I don't believe in copyright um, <laughs> okay. for any for anyone. Information should be free. It should. Information wants to be free. <laughs> wants so, to. Yes. And so, Mike, like, how does me making copies of things is not stealing? You know, oh, okay. you already still have your copy. You know, I haven't stolen anything from you. I've just duplicated. I've just. Freed it. I've given it more freedom. All right. So you're giving that uh, monkey, that macaque, Naruto the macaque, you're giving him the, the double guns there, huh? Oh, yeah. You're just saying <laughs> yeah. forget it. Yeah. See, <laughs> I'm consistent. I don't just always side with other species. However, I will point out that uh, when PETA, they put enough pressure on the photographer, he gave a bunch of the proceeds to a group of, like, macaque enthusiasts, you know, like... This was in Indonesia? That's where the photo was taken. Was I believe the guy, the guy was American, I oh, think. I was That's why say, U.S. copyright law applied. Okay. I was it's, like, you'll see the photo on, on, like, it's, I think, you know, Apple photo. We'll, you know, we'll put it in the show notes. Screensaver. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this, is, uh, this has been enlightening. Uh, <laughs> so where are we? <laughs> MC Sugar-Free? <laughs> yes, MC Those Sugar-Free. are just a few of the questions that I had for you. I really want you to think about that uh, silverback driver's license, though. I think you're on the wrong side of history there. And Mike, so I think we've established a few things. One, um, rights, uh, they come from, um, they're just around. They appear. Well, but we find them, but we also make them up at the same time. Does yeah, they're, like, they're like, like morals, like ought. You ought to do this. Why? Who says? Because. Because. because we just, they're, they're there. It's kind of like a, it's like, a, it's like a law that we, like a law of nature that we make up. Yeah. And but it's a law that you should follow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay. See? Yeah. And that, and then we can apply that to all, all sentient species, because the standard is sentience. That's an obvious place to draw the line. Uh, okay. I not, guess that's obvious. It's not obvious. arbitrary. It's obvious to <laughs> okay. everyone. And uh-huh. that, that basic fundamental animal right is not to be property. You can't be owned or controlled by another human, you know, specifically a human being in this, in this yeah. case. All right, I, I absolve you from being uh, MC sugar-free anymore. You can now be Dave. All right. There we go. Wow, your whole demeanor changed. You took off the uh, the full disguise. Did the Tom Cruise mask rip and uh, Dave is <laughs> That's back. That's my favorite. <laughs> uh, but lest anyone think that I am arguing straw men with this, obviously, somewhat comical enterprise... Um, you can look these up. I guess we can have the links yeah, on we'll the put, page. Yeah, we'll put the links but in the th- show. Th- notes. There are, these are, I mean... Look up the the primate rights thing and everything. All the the philosophers are there. It even led me down a rabbit trail to find that there's a serious, again, scare quotes, uh, philosopher who believes that plants have sentience and deserve the, and we're we should be moving towards you know, hum, personhood for for plants as well. Yes, so and uh, I'm not making this up, as Johnny Carson used to say. I am not, not making this, this up. This stuff <laughs> is right. crazy. This is wild stuff. <laughs> the um. And, and, you know, please don't um, think that, you know, there's all sorts of reasons one could choose to be vegetarian. Uh, yes. That yes. we would be willing to, that, that uh, we'd be happy to entertain those notions when it comes to uh, health and, uh, you know, like basically uh, the way that animals are, animal welfare as a category, I think is a, a very valid category when it comes to thinking about how, how we treat animals and, 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 and what we eat and, and the whole food process, you know, the whole food you know, industry and everything like that. Okay, these are all interesting yeah, conversations. Yeah, certainly. I'm, I'm, this did not touch on those, I don't No, think. no, no, no. That's, I hope I was clear at the beginning, and I'm still clear about that. These are legitimate questions that arise to me when I start thinking about 
this type of person's view of animals and, and the fact that we are going to have to start confronting this more and more. Uh, in fact, in Spain, I believe, uh, the great apes now have human rights. They were granted. I don't know mean? if the law has actually been written. It was passed by some sort of, um, what do you call it? Popular. Uh, the, the, oh, like, the, a, like a referendum was, or something? Yeah, it was, I think it was passed by a referendum, and now they have to figure out what that means. But it is. But look it up. Well, I mean, think about Spain. Spain. It's very clear. Great apes have rights to human rights. But if you're Catalonian, you don't have a right to right. self-determination. Of your... <laughs> well, uh, well, and it's clear. The reason why is clear. Yeah. So anyway, that's the, the, the <laughs> legitimate questions that I have for people who hold those beliefs. And about vegetarianism, I am not in any way making light or mocking. I'm, these are serious questions for a philosophical viewpoint, not a dietary viewpoint or even a ethical or moral concerns about any particular dietary habit. So that's my disclaimer. Your thoughts? I, I could never give up cheese. <laughs> Uh, well, surely there's a carve-out in some... I mean, right? There are people who would How consider themselves vegetarian. But vegan. But, still... but vegan. I'm saying the vegan, the cheese. Yeah, yeah. How could you give up the cheese or the butter? Yeah. That's a... Oh. What if... Well, what if the cow... You rescued the cow and they chose to offer their their milk and... <laughs> it said, I owe you a life of... debt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it offered... <laughs> yes, you save a calf from drowning and yeah. it follows you around the rest of your life and it owes you a life debt. I was thinking more of like the cow was about to get shot and you jumped in front of it in slow motion. <laughs> Let me go. But then you lived and then life debt. I think life, there is a life debt. <laughs> Misa, right. does Jar Jar owe Anakin a life <laughs> he debt? He does. I believe there's a life debt. Involved with Jar Jar. Also in... What does he produce? I mean... Milk. (laughs) Gungan milk. All right. I think that might be time to... uh, We will... We'll be back after a short break and then uh, wrap up my uh, trilogy of terror after this Unlike (laughs) Trees Walking. Hey, everybody. Pastor Dave here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we hope you enjoy that conversation. Uh, Mike and I, uh, we talk about serious things, but we don't take uh, them or ourselves too seriously. I know that's, uh, you know, you want to punch me in the face as I'm saying that. But uh, we really, really enjoy doing this and uh, and hope that you find it entertaining and engaging and enlightening. And, and hopefully it helps you think through some of these big issues um, today. Things like uh, where right, what rights are and where they come from and, and how we apply them um, to different things and in different situations. So we really enjoy doing this. And one way you can help us out is you could like us uh, uh, and you could go to uh, give us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. You could click subscribe wherever you get this. Um, you could tell your friends about it. Uh, you could go on the interwebs and uh, like our Facebook page or um, follow at Michael J. Nelson or at David underscore Berge. Those are all ways that you can engage with us and we appreciate so much your your loyalty, your listenership. And uh, yeah, we'll get back to the podcast and another true tale of terror. It's a feeling you cannot. Okay, we are back. That was a stimulating first half of uh, of Light Trees Walking. I enjoyed it. It was a little different. Uh, we don't usually slip into that sort of... Uh, 
No. Role, I, role playing. I like that. It was like improv. It was. Yes, anding each other like crazy. Oh, the energy was palpable in it here, was. folks. Um, all right. Um, look, let's not delay any further. This is, uh, this is the third in the tale. Here we go. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Mike Nelson's True Tales of Terror. Werewolf. Do they get full rights? Werewolves? <laughs> yes, and this would solve one of our great dilemmas because it's like, whoa, now when you're a wolf, you don't get rights, but when you're a man, you get full rights. No. Yeah. <laughs> no distinguishing between right. when you there are you wolf, werewolf, or man. And are you allowed to eat meat as a were when you're in the <laughs> were part of your wolfiness? I'm not ready to go back. <laughs> okay, I'm, not ready to, I'm not ready to go back. All right, this is a uh, the follow-up to my last almost murdered story. Um, yeah, so Mike, that was the person put the shiv in your seat. Right? Yeah, uh, the first was a flat-out tall tale ghost story. I mean, it was true, but it just, there was nothing, nothing happened. There was no real danger. It was just terrifying. Yeah, you're reading a scary book. It was and the most scary. scary. I was actually more scared at that than I was during these two incidents that also are make up part of that sort of weird... What what just happened? Uh, the year is 1987. That's how old I was. A, a young man. Twins were the twins. twins had just won the World Series. In fact, I was at the game <sighs> with a group of friends. With I, game seven at game seven. Man, I worked. Um, I worked at a restaurant and a, a bunch of waiters and waitresses, dub dubs, as we used to call them, waiter or waitress. Oh, w, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a loathsome term, but that was <laughs> um, uh, camped out to get tickets for it. Poor, poor, you know, bought, brought a sleeping bag down to, I believe, the uh, Southdale Dayton's or something, where they had a <laughs> ticket office down there. Yep, yeah. And we camped out, and uh, it was a debacle. Like, people just, like, in the middle of the night, you know, drove up and, like, you know, went into the front they of the line. So by the time we, and nobody was there controlling it. It was just a weird, so it was a strange encampment. Anyway, I'm at game seven. You might, you might know the twins won uh, the world series in 87. So we poured out of the stadium and uh, just running through the streets. It's mayhem. There's people everywhere. Just high. F- Everybody knows what this looks like. And uh, I'm, you know, congratulating people and, you know, girls are coming up and like kissing you and stuff. Oh, it was so exciting. What a thrill. I don't know if you could, does that happen anymore? I don't know. (laughs) It it didn't seem problematic at the time. Uh, Anyway, uh, some of my group sort of went off to talk to some people and some went to talk to on my other side as we're sort of making our way north in Minneapolis. And we're in an area where I don't really recognize where I am, but I know the general direction I'm going. You can't really see above this crowd of people. Uh, a guy walks up to me, and he's, he's very nervous looking. He's, we might call him a tweaker these days. He did not look healthy or anything. And he said, you, you happy? You guys seem so happy. And he, was, he seemed really angry about me being happy. I'm like, well, the, two, the twins just won. And he goes, oh, yeah, so you're jumping up and down. You're all happy. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty exciting. And then he pulls a gun on me. <laughs> And he goes, yeah, everybody's so happy. <laughs> and I'm frozen. I kind of I, I, I kind of can't believe it. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't quite have the panic run through me because I didn't think it was serious. It was so oddly comical. 
And then my friend who was on my left turns and looks at what's happening. He goes, what the hell? Or so, you know, he made some exclamation and the guy goes, oh, is that, are you happy too? I'm like, Jeez, don't tell him you're happy. No, don't sir. Say you're just, I'm, everything's fine. I'm man. a Cardinals fan. So he's, he's waving the gun for a few seconds. I'm like, then finally it strikes me like, this is all right. I'm in trouble now, I guess. But there's, there's thousands of people. The town is filled with people. And is it still like there's still lots of people around Oh, it's everywhere. We're just moving. The crowd is sort of only lightly dispersing at this point. I mean, I'm, there are people, there are a hundred people within 30 feet radius of me. I mean, that's how packed it is. Is anyone else, like, is he just pointing it at you? He is just pointing it at me. This seems to be my So luck. he didn't even point it at your friend? Like, you happy to? You I don't happy I actually too, remember if he waved it in his direction or whatever, but... Are other people seeing this? Like, oh, this guy's got a gun. No, no. He was kind of... It was It was not... He wasn't like holding it at arms. It wasn't it like... It was close to his body. It was just person. sort of close. It was out of in his hand and sort of All waving right. around close to his body. And then he, he quickly puts it back into, I believe, like a sweatshirt pocket or something and says, hey, hey, I'm sorry, man. And and then he pulls out a wad of money and hands it to me. <laughs> what? So the situation quickly reverses itself. <laughs> and, and it's like loose bills. And then he runs off into the night. <laughs> and, that's, and then my friends sort of get back together and we're all walking. And I go, did, did anyone see that? And like two of the guys are like, I thought I saw what was going on with that. Was that a gun? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, I thought he was messing around. Like, what is he messing around with a gun for? So you, you guys just see him with a gun. You were almost murdered leaving yeah. Game 7 of yes. the 1987 World Series. Yes, but instead, I think I walked out uh, $22 rich or something. You, it was were like, like not much. Were you like, guys, I'm buying. Yeah, yeah. Drinks are on me. <laughs> Mr. Almost got shot. Uh, so that is the, the weird and true tale of terror. That's almost like a, I mean, the way that guy talked to you is like, if someone was writing like a bad script, you know, they'd be like, oh, you happy? <laughs> you guys so happy, huh? If, well, you know, when somebody's being slightly sarcastic, at first you, you can't imagine, all you see around you are revelers <laughs> going nuts with joy, so you're like... And you know, it's like, you're, uh, you yeah. know where these people have come from, you know what yes. has happened, you've, you've garnered, and the Twins have won the World Series for the first time in the team's history. I mean, this was very exciting. I was very young when this happened, so yeah. I don't remember it at all. But I know my dad bought a color TV. To our, watch the 87 yeah, series. Yes. That was the, your first color TV. Yes. Our he first, was quite a bit behind the time. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My, well, you know. Hey, it worked, right? It did. Money Money was tight. It was like a 13-inch oh, color nice. TV. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a gun pointed at you? I have never had a gun pointed at me. Uh you know, that you know of. That I know of. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. I would that would not be that that would not be fun. Yeah. Uh, never been you know, robbed. Uh I yeah. No. No thank you. But you weren't even robbed. You had a gun pointed at you and then he gave you money. He gave me money. That's the weird that's what makes it a story. I think a, a normal sort of some guy threatening me with a gun. And then just moving after on the World away. Series is, you know, it's a story. It's like, man, a guy was just for a second, but a guy pointed a gun. I think it's the fact that he threw a wad of money at me really brings the story home. I think that was a very odd, <laughs> I think, progression of things. But he made it right. He felt bad. Isn't that That's exactly wild? right? He oh, felt I'm bad. Sorry, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, sorry, man. Here you go. Have fun. <laughs> so I guess maybe if you you think about it, he's a little like. 
He's hanging out downtown. Maybe he's a little like Bugs Bunny, you know, when the opera singer suddenly wakes him up and bugs him. Like he was just sitting there with peace and quiet. And all of a sudden this crowd emerges from somewhere, wakes him up or whatever. So he's probably, you know, he had a right to be upset. What are you guys so happy about? You're interrupting my sleep. Yeah, I was sleeping. Yeah. So maybe that that could be the story. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. The moral of the story is there's two sides to every story. That's right. And if he's out there today, that man's name is Donald J. Trump. No, I picked the wrong. Yeah, you know. No, very good job, Mike. I think that was totally fine and appropriate. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. All right, we'll see you next time on Lake Trees Walking. Oh, <laughs>